that, that you know, is, that's where your hope is. Amen. There should be a reason for our hope. Amen. We have hope against hope. And we should be able to share that, defend that. And that study or branch is called apologetics. It's interesting, coming from the Greek word. So as I was um, entering this, I'm into the third week now, and man, oh man. So I'm going to share this before I um, give you that particular scripture, because it's all connected. And I'm waiting on this technology. So postmodernism is, it speaks to the time after what we call what is modern today. And you find post-Christians in there. Christians are those who are followers of Christ. We're supposed to be followers of Christ. Amen. But there's a difference. Something is going on today that um, it's not like what my parents used to do. And your parents used to do. Amen. Uh, you, can, you can find amen when you talk about amen. They, when, when they talk about being in the house of God now. I, I can recall, you know, from my studies, you know, they talked about a revival that didn't last a week, but it would last a couple of years. Revivals that would last months. People would come to the house of God and, and you know, they, our parents talked about, amen, especially if you were with the primitive Baptist, you, you, you went to church and, you know, one preacher, you may have 10 preachers that, that would speak. Amen. And um, that, that was where our roots were. Amen. And they had these little black books. That they had these little hymnals in. And they would sing those. And they would have a tune when they would, you know, singing those. And, you know, so, some of us thinking, well, I can't get with that. Uh, but that was, that was part of our roots and part of our upbringing. And it was part of an era that we were in. But things have changed drastically since then. And uh, we have moved from, amen, uh, Sunday school, you know, where parents would just bring their children. Um, and my dad was superintendent of the Sunday school. There was nine of us. And him being superintendent, uh, officer of the church, all of us came in church. You know, you didn't have Sunday Church every Sunday. It was like every other Sunday. But they brought us all in church. And they sat us on the front row. And there was no sitting in the back of the church. You were in the front row. Amen. And, and they, I remember having these little Sunday school cards. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. And on, they had a pitch on the front. Amen. And on the back was the lesson. Amen. You know, and you know, you got that, you know, if they didn't have church service. Amen. You went to Sunday school, and you got a lesson, and then you went back home. Come on, somebody. Amen. But in this postmodern age, things have changed substantially. And it's quite a bit different. Amen. And it seems that many times we're drawn to the church for entertainment. Kind of go, I'm just keeping it real. Amen. We're waiting to be entertained. Well, they don't, they don't quite sing right. I, I, don't, I don't like the way he preaches. I'm on somebody. 
Amen. Instead of you going, I know Elder Barnes and I were listening to the primitive practice preach on yesterday, and he brought a sound word because it came straight from the word of God. And we were able to follow. We went seeking. We were listening, amen, for that word of God. But things have changed. And he didn't tell us that they would not change. He says, I am the one who does not. He said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and what? Forevermore. And us being able to relate to him may change, but God is still the same. And I want you to know there are principles in him that remain the same. Come on, somebody. Help me, Lord. Okay. All right. This was what I found interesting. So, they looked at the cities across the United States, and they looked at those that were um, seemingly in what's called this post-Christian era. And what they found was that these cities, there were like nine things, uh, there was like 18 things that were very common about these cities that um, that the people had in common. Still trying to get it to come up. It was up just a few minutes ago, and then it, then it decided it would leave. But I, as I was reading this, they were like, if, if you found yourself agreeing to like nine out of 18, about half of these, then you were in this postmodern era, era. It's just like the devil. So one thing they noticed was um, they asked the people a question. There was a survey done. And um, so this is what I'm trying to bring up. Whether or not they went to Sunday school. When was the last time you went to Sunday school? <laughs> they asked them, when was the last time you went to Bible study? They ask questions like um, whether or not you believe in God. Whether or not you, um, you know, ate dinner with your family. How tight was your family unit? Spin your hands, Jessica. There we go. There we go. All right. There we go. Here we go. So here are the post-Christian questions. Do you believe in God? Do you identify yourself as an atheist or an agnostic? That means you don't believe in the existence of pretty much of anything. Is faith important in your life? 
Have you not prayed to God in the last week? When was the last time you prayed to God? Have you ever made a commitment to Jesus? Do you disagree with the Bible? Do you believe the Bible is the word of God? When was the last time you gave money in the church? Have you attended church in the last six months? Do you feel a responsibility to share your faith? Are you sharing your faith? When was the last time you read the Bible? What about this one? Have you volunteered at your church? Have you attended Sunday school? Have you attended a small group session? Are you born again? And the thing about that, if you could answer nine of those in agreement, then you were part of this post-Christian era, this modern thinking that it don't take all that. I don't have to do what my parents did. We're not in the fields. We're not putting in tobacco. We're not picking cotton. There are a lot of things that we're not doing like our parents used to do. But I'm telling you this. You're going to need Jesus. This is what they used to tell us. You're going to need the one that died for you. And the thing about it is that he sent him. He sent someone that we would know what he was like. No man has seen God. Flesh and, he, he tells us that flesh and blood will not, inherit, will not inherit heaven. This is not going where he is. There's always going to be a separation. So he wants us to be about those things this day so that we are not deceived. In Matthew's 21... Going to verse 33. Is that where it is, Brandon? Okay. Go to verse 33. Uh, 21 and 33. Okay, here we are. Stay with me now, okay? Now, Jesus is speaking in this particular chapter, amen, and he presents another parable. A parable is a earthly story with a what? Heavenly meaning. He always makes things relatable for that audience. He says, hear another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard and hedged it round about and dig a wine press in it and build a tower and let it out to husbandmen and went into a far country. Okay? So in that day, the people knew, the audience knew what it was like to have a vineyard. Amen. They understood what it meant to sow, and they understood the one who was going to be tending to the vineyard, amen, was the one in charge. And the one here would be the Heavenly Father. 
Amen. So he has planted, planted a vineyard, amen, and he has told those, amen, to come in and to work. Isn't that something? Have you ever thought about those he called were all those who were working? Come on, somebody. They were, they were working. When, when Boaz found Ruth, what was she doing? Come on, somebody. All right, let me, let me keep going. I won't go there. All right. Verse 34 says, And when the time of the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the husbandmen that they might receive the fruits of it. Amen? Fruit is ready. Amen. And the husbandman took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Now, this is the one who owned the vineyard. Amen. And he's sending those, amen, in, his servants in, amen, because the fruit is ready. Mm-hmm. And it says, verse 35, and the husbandman took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Verse 36, where it says, again, he sent another servant more than the first, and they did unto them likewise. Mm -hmm. Now, the Lord's servants, he is sending forth today. Now, that servant could look like me, or it could be that one right in your home. But this message that he's sending is worth hearing today. He's saying, I'm coming back. Get wordy. I'm coming. The harvest is plentiful. Come on now. But the laborers are what? Are few. People need to hear this word. Amen. And you need to know that sharing the word, they may not like you, but they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting the one who's sending you. So he sent again another servant more than the first, and they did unto them likewise. But last of all, he sent unto them his what? Son. Now, this is the one who did it all. He is the householder. He is the one who planted the vineyard. He is the one who's in charge. So he says, now, they hurt the first two. They even took their lives. I'm going to send my son because surely they recognize him, saying they will reverence my son. He's the one. But when the husbandman saw the son, they said among themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and let us seize on his what? Inheritance. And they caught him and cast him out of the vineyard and slew him. When the Lord thereof of the vineyard cometh, what will he do with those husbandmen? Those ones, amen, that he has given charge, amen, amen, who have not been faithful, who are not doing what I'm asking you to do. And it says, they said unto him, he will miserably destroy those wicked men and will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen 
which shall render him the fruits in their season. Everyone sitting here today, amen, come on now. If I'm saying, amen, that I am a believer, come on, I, 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 I'm, I'm connected, amen, to that true vine. Turn to me with John 15 now. Go to the book of John. Are you there? Now, John makes this even clearer. John says that I am the true vine. Mm -hmm. Now, this is Jesus Christ talking. And my father is that true husbandman. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, amen, that every branch that is in me, all of us who are sitting here today, he says, yes, I am saved. Some of us say, you know, we used to say, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, baptized, filled with the what? Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Amen. And what that means, you sure enough ought to be working. There ought to be some power there. Come on, somebody. Amen. You not a bench warmer. That's what it means. You're about to fall. You are bearing fruit. But he says, every branch. In me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he what? Purges it. That it may what? Bring forth what? More fruit. That means if you're old vine. You know, old vines have to be what? Pruned, don't they? Mm-hmm. And we kind of miss pruning season. Come on, somebody, right? Because everything's budding out right now. Amen. But it's my understanding when it's dormant, praise God, during the cold, amen, that's the time you kind of go in there and start what? Cutting away the stuff that's what? That's dead. But he says if we're connected to him, amen, amen, that, 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 Every, did he say, does it, your book read every? Every branch that, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth what? Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. Verse 3, now ye are what? Clean through the what? Word. Which I have what? Spoken unto you. So what Paul was saying in, 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 in to the Thessalonians church, I have given you the word. I am giving you the word of God. That, and when we receive that word, that connects us to the true vine, amen, which is the father, amen. So we get to the father through the son. We don't reject the son, do we? And he goes on to say, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot do, bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the what? In the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in what? You doing what you call good work. 
I'm doing a good work. But it's not God's work. We've got to be doing what he tells us to do. Come on. And the only way you're going to know what he's telling you to do is you've got to get hooked up to the vine. And you've got to get and you've got to stay connected to that vine. Why? So that we can bear what? Fruit. And we understand, praise God, the, there's going to be a pruning season, right? So, so, so uh, how God prunes, praise God, is his prerogative. Amen. That may come, praise God. I don't know who's, who, who, where he will send the shears. Come here, Jessica. Now, now I may be, the, the, the pruning process, amen, may come when I'm walking, amen, with another saint. Amen. And she's sharing something, amen, that she sees in my life. Because I may have some blind spots. Come on, you know what blind spots are, right? You look over here, you can only see so far. Come on, somebody. Amen. I can't see everything. Amen. But, but the man or woman of God can see some stuff on us. Amen. That ain't quite right. And when the Lord gives a message, amen, amen, they walk in, they start what? Pruning, don't they? Amen. Come on, sharing the word. Amen. Amen. Speaking into my life. Exact. Sometimes they'll get you off to the side. Amen. And they'll start sharing what God's word is. Praise God. Why? Because, amen, there's some purging that needs to go on. And why do, why do we need the purging? So that we can bear the fruit of God. Amen. So that our light will shine. That God gets the what? Glory. Glory. Not that we get mad. Tell the children, animals get mad. You're not supposed to get mad. This is God's work. Amen. We don't want to reject, amen, his servant that he sends. But we want to receive that word because we know it's for, for us. We can't do anything unless we're in Christ. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, and ye are the what? Branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth what? Now, because you old, he didn't say nothing about you won't bear fruit. So you need to stop this mess. Thinking it's time for you to go somewhere and sit down. Can I keep it real? You ought to have some sweet fruit. Come on, somebody. My grandma used to say the blacker the berry, the what? Sweeter the what? Sweeter the juice. You sure enough ought to be able to, amen, you ought to have such words of what? Wisdom. He didn't tell you to go nowhere and sit down. Right. I done done mine. Right. Girl, I wouldn't do that. I did mine. You got to get yours. He didn't say anything about that. He says, stay connected so that you can do what? Keep what? Keep working, keep bearing fruit. Amen. There's no time to get somebody needs that. I'm telling you, people be asking me, why are you still working? Why aren't you working? 
you still working? Why aren't you working? Who told you to go somewhere and sit down? There's work out here to be done. Don't you know that like what will happen if you go somewhere and call yourself sitting down? You waste away. And that's at any age. So we've got to continue working. Why? That we bear fruit. And God will do the pruning. I love it. Thank you, God. Amen. To God be the glory. Ye are the branches, he that beareth, he that abideth in me, and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my what? Words abide in ye. Ye shall ask what ye what? Is that what, we're, is that what you're reading? And it what? Shall be done unto you. But the only way we can have this is that we what? Abide or stay connected. We've got to stay connected to the word of God. Be not dismayed. Be not deceived. God is never mocked. Don't you worry about what any man says, praise God, about your walk. You may not can walk as fast or as pretty as somebody else. But as long as I'm connected to that vine and I continue to walk, amen, in the truth of God's word, he told me I can ask. Come on, somebody. I was asking him this morning, Lord, I need you. Amen. You said amen. Hallelujah. We asked the Lord, the mother, praise God, came up and says, I need for you, amen, to pray for my granddaughter. She came up and she asked, just like the word of God, because she's connected to the vine. He knows her voice. She is not a stranger on today. Hallelujah. We've got to catch faith and believe what the word of God says on today. Why aren't we seeing the signs and wonders? Amen. Amen. That he says would follow his people. Amen. Because we don't believe. We don't believe. We believe it's a sign of the day in the past. That God is not still working miracles. He's still not making waves. Amen. But I beg to pardon. Amen. You're looking at a witness on today. God will make a way out of no way. Hallelujah. I have come too far. Amen. To turn around now. Hallelujah. There's nothing out there for me to turn to now. Amen. Either God's word is true and he says, I'm not like man. Come on, man can take you so far. He can walk so far. Praise God. But he says, I'm not like man in that. Amen. I'm going to lie. Amen. The promises of God are yay, yay for his people. The word of God says he is not slack concerning his promise. Whatever he's told us 
amen, he's going to do, it shall come to pass. I encourage you today, no matter what you see, to stay connected to the true vine. Hallelujah. To receive the, 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 the word of God from his servants as they're sent forth. Don't reject this gospel. Amen. You may be rejecting, praise God, you never know. Whose son or daughter you may save. Amen. Because you took the word of God. Amen. And you planted that seed. Amen. He says you can ask. You can just ask. And it shall be done. That ought to encourage your heart. Amen. He says you can ask. Amen. Hallelujah. And all I'm going to do is come in agreement with that word of God. Hallelujah. I believe the word of God on today. I believe what he's saying. Stay connected to me. The word of God will cleanse you. It will make you whole. Hallelujah. You don't have to doubt it. Praise God. You may can't get the past on the phone. You may can't get that loved one. Sometimes you have to encourage your own self on this journey. Amen. To God be the glory. And then when God blesses you, when he brings you out, he wants the testimony that he did it. Revelation says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Open your mouth and give God the glory. Hallelujah. Have a reason for your hope. Don't be like these other folks who are lifting up all this other stuff that has nothing to do with Christ. But he wants you to be real because you're serving a real God. Amen. Bear the fruit. Bear the fruit. And don't complain when you're being purged. Bear the fruit. And don't complain. Amen. I'm almost finished. Amen. When we do this, verse 8 says. Jesus says, herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall ye be my what? Disciples. You can be doing a whole lot of things, but it ain't what God told you to do. We've got to be in his will. And the only way you're going to know his will is to get in his word. So if I'm part of that era that's picking up my Bible every now and then, I'm listening to a whole lot of stuff. But I'm getting no word. Come on, somebody. A lot of this stuff that you hear, a lot of this music that we're listening to, praise God, there's not a word in there. And think about what you're feeding yourself. What kind of fruit are we bearing? This little naughty stuff? Nobody wants to eat? Are you hearing me? God's fruit is going to do us some good. Amen. 
it's going to do us some good. Stay connected to the word of God. When you stay connected to the divine, you are staying connected to the word of God. Why am I doing that? So that I may bear fruit that God will get the glory. We don't all have the same talents. You may not recognize me if I get over there. You know it's me on the drums because I don't have a rhythm. That's not my talent. I might get up here and be trying to make a joyful noise. That's not my talent. Come on, somebody. But he says we can all bear fruit. And what produces that fruit is God's word in us. That means you're going to bear some love. Come on, somebody. You're going to have some joy. You ever meet those people when you, you know, you, when, they, when they come around you, they just, almost like they just, but in your presence, it's going to make a difference. Right. Amen. Because of what's in you. Amen. You're supposed to change the atmosphere. Come on, somebody. You got to stay connected. Don't disconnect today. Amen. You can turn your devices off. You can disconnect to that. But you can never, you want to, ought to never want to disconnect to the word of God. Amen. Stay connected today. Amen. Satan is wise. But God is all wise. Amen. And you don't know what he's been planning to get you tripped up. It might look good. It might smell good. You might think it's all of this, but it's not from God. Stay connected to him. He says Christ is the power and wisdom of God. So if he's in us, he will make us wise. That means we can make wise choices. Come on, somebody. That means I won't spend my money on any and everything. Can I, can I keep it real? Amen. Amen. I got that wig. I don't need another one. Come on, somebody. I had my nails done. But come on, somebody. Come on. Amen. Do I really need those rims? Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Drive that car until God bless you to get another one. Come on, somebody. If he gives it to us, don't you know, amen, he's going to qualify what he gave you. God ain't going to put nothing on you, amen, that's going to be a burden if we're trusting him. He's real. Stay connected. Father, we thank you for your word on today encouraging us to be wise and to choose your word that we be not deceived you have reminded us Lord that you are coming back for a bride that is without spot or wrinkle help us Lord to not be foolish 
but to believe every word that you have spoken on today that we will bear the fruit that remains that you will be glorified in all that is done in Christ's name we do pray if there be one today